And now, let's get back to your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. So, want to know how Koch Reardon survived the Pogues? Well, we'll be finding out shortly. For now, I give you the kills. I remember going to see John Spencer Blues Explosion in the Tivoli on Francis Street back in 2003, but it was the opening act that completely grabbed my attention and blew me away, and they've been doing so for the ensuing years. The music of Jamie Hinsland, Alison Mosshart, is just incredible. It's wonderfully thought out. Whilst it may come across as sparse with just one guitar and backing beats, it's just the overall kind of feeling of what they convey in their lyrics and their opposing style, and just their overall feeling of their music. And I am just completely enraptured by Alison and Mosshart. And when I was travelling around Southeast Asia, landed in Australia and I'd been travelling for seven months without a tiny bit of live music and that was for the longest period that I can remember. Um, I was utterly beside myself when I finally got to see live music in Sydney at the Metro Theatre. It was The Kills as part of their Blood Precious tour. Man, it's been nearly five years now since the release of their last album, Blood Pressures. June the 3rd is when the duo finally introduced new music to our willing ears. The album is going to be entitled Ash and Ice. And here now is the first single from it, from The Kills. This is Doing It to Death. Enjoy this. You're tuned to Radio Nova.
You are backstage with me, Shanae Vorda, on Radio Nova. That is music from The Kills. The brand new single called Doing It to Death is taken from the new forthcoming album, Ash and Ice, which will be out on Domino on June the 3rd. Mark that one in your diaries. You'll be hearing from Girl Band shortly and Conor McCaffrey of The Star will have the gig picks for you to check out over the coming week. But now it's time for this. Backstage on Radio Nova. Live room. Hi, we're Ham Sandwich and we're backstage with Sinead Niverda on Radio Nova. Hi, I'm Neve from Ham Sandwich and this is a cover of Prince's When Doves Cry and we picked this song because we are all secret Prince fans. Let's not get silly on this. One, two, one, two, three, four. How can you leave me standing alone in a world that's so Maybe I'm just too demanding Maybe I'm just like my father Too bold Maybe I'm just like my mother She's never satisfied Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like When doves cry the Pogues. They formed in 1982 when Shane McGann, then a member of a North London punk band called the Nipple Erectors, later shortened to the nips, saw Spider Stacy playing Tin Whistle in a London tube station. They hit it off and along with Nip, uh, Jim Fernley on guitar, they began to perform traditional Irish tunes in London's streets and pubs. Calling themselves Pogue Mahome, they reunited Finer, Rankin and O'Reardon and added McGann's earthy, Joycean original songs to the repertoire. Coach O'Reardon former bassist with the band talks Route 66 and surviving the Pogues in a moment but first let's have some music from the band from the Pogues this is Sally McLennan on Radio Nova Well Jimmy Blyde I'm on again the pub where I was born he played it from the night time to the pace of early morn he sold the souls of psychos and the men who had the horn and they all looked very happy in the morning but Jimmy didn't like his place in this world and he had too many pairs So I sad to see the craving of the people that I'm leaving And he took the road for God knows in the morning We walked him to the station in the rain We kissed him 
McLennan from the Pogues on Radio Nova. How good was that? Now on to Kosh O'Riordan, former bass player with the Pogues. What an incredible and incredibly prolific musician. She's got such a hardworking ethic and a wonderful approach to life. Among some of the things she's ticked off her bucket list is driving Route 66, which we'll hear her talk about in a moment. First, how did Kosh O'Riordan survive the Pogues? The great thing is that I'm a complete lightweight. You know, this is the thing people don't understand about addicts is that it's not an issue of quantity. I couldn't drink very much. It took very little to get me drunk. It's an issue of control. Mm. As soon as I took the first drink, I had no power to not take the next one and on and on until I black out. So um, I think what saved me is that I, I literally would pass out before I could drink too much you know it it was too much by any healthy standard but I couldn't drink say there's people who can drink a bottle of vodka open the next bottle wake up the next morning or you know regain consciousness the next morning and then take another drink of vodka that was completely beyond me the most I could handle would be like two bottles of wine yeah. yeah, and that would be me done. And by the end of my drinking, every addict will tell you this, we make deals. I'd got to the stage where I would only drink organic red wine. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the stage where I knew that telling myself I'm only going to have one glass or half a bottle or I'll only drink the one bottle and I won't open the second bottle was lying to myself. So all I could do was like the least toxic thing. Yeah. So I think part of why I survived is because... I couldn't handle the really heavy stuff. Right. Yeah. Saved you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. eight years sober. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I can't keep up with it because like, the last time I saw you was when you were at prenups and obviously you rejoined uh, Radiators on Stage in Vicar Street yeah. and you were in ECD. Yeah. Well, what are you, and then you just come back from um, exploring Route 66. Oh, the dream come true. Again, being 50, you know, it's... I was like bucket listing like crazy, yeah. you know, just thinking, what, what haven't I done? It's so amazing to be 50. So many people have died, fallen by the wayside mm. at worst, or, you know, or really turned into 
awfully ill-looking people mm. and bitter. And for some reason, I'm, I still feel really positive and I'm healthy. And it's like, yeah. how the hell did that happen? <laughs> and how am I going to make the most of it? So I thought, what haven't I done yet that I would be a dream? And is it in my power to make it come true? It wasn't so much that I wanted to drive Route 66. It's that I've always wanted a Mustang. <gasps> Snap! Oh, yeah, yeah I do it! <laughs> it will happen! Okay. Do it! But, you know, Mustangs are also 50. So I was looking like, what can I, do I get a Mustang or is there some kind of place where I can go and drive a classic Mustang? And once I started investigating, this thing just kept coming up that there was an Irish team going from Dublin over to the beginning of Route 66 and we're going to drive Route 66 in Mustangs, new Mustangs, not classic oh, Mustangs. Oh, wow, really? I thought, that actually sounds good. Crack go with a team of Irish people and couple of weeks that'll be great so I signed up for it now it turns out of course two weeks is not nearly enough wow really oh you could spend a month you could easily spend a month doing it so it was very pressurised uh, my my navigator was my brother who turned out to not be able to navigate <laughs> <laughs> and he can't drive oh. so I had this six foot lump kind of he, he, ended up, he was in charge of the iPods <laughs> So I was literally driving 10 hours a day and I'd be shaking at the end of every day. We had, you know, the weather was gorgeous. We had the top down. I was wind-battered, sunburned, just pumping adrenaline the whole time. I'd wake up and start shaking immediately with the adrenaline of it, the excitement. I was fantastic. But I have to go back and do it again slowly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been a classic Mustang. I don't know. If the engine... Well, if, exactly. If I'm not a mechanic... They're running, though, so... Oh, well. I'm not a mechanic. Let me find a six-foot mechanic. Ah, uh, now, do you know, drive. you can't find a cup of cappuccino <laughs> on the Route 66, you know. So that was my great discovery. The lovely coach O'Reardon on Radio Nova. It's Shanani Vorder with you here, still with you for a few more moments. Connor McCaffrey of The Star will have the gig picks for you shortly. Now I'm going to play something for you from Girl Band. They're one of the most phenomenal bands who have ever come out of this country, in my opinion. They're recently nominated for the Choice Music Prize for Album of the Year for their amazing debut album, Holding Hands with Jamie From It. This is Paris for Lunch on Nova.
band with pears for lunch on Radio Nova and Adam and Daniel from the band join me backstage and I asked them how do they arrive at this particular sound? Like we've just been playing together for a couple of years and I don't think we really thought about like trying to set out to do anything mm. we just didn't want to be like our old band which was like that was the only precursor. And what was the other band like? Uh, like bad, like we were just bad like strokes rip off when we were like <laughs> we were like 17, 18 or whatever. Yeah, just like playing the stuff of the day, and that was like the only thing we knew that we didn't, or that we knew we wanted to do was not sound like our old band because we weren't very good. So you're striving to get as far away possible from that kind of sound. Kind of, I guess so. Ah, you yeah. just cracked your knuckles. I did, yeah. Oh, gross. On air. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's very different from the Strokes. It's more like the full meets health with white noise a la My Buddy Valentine with a rabid Johnny Rotten fronting the band. I mean, there's a whole hell of a lot of crazy post-punk noise, all kind of influences. So how, obviously you all have different influences, but how did that melting pot come to be what it is now? Backstage. Entertainment update. And helping you out with your gig picks for the coming week is Conor McCaffrey of The Star. Hey, Conor, what's the crack? Not too bad. We're going to kick off with a band who were suddenly taking off, aren't they, really, with their second album? Yeah, but like, there's no such thing as a difficult second album, which is a great chance. We are in winning tonight. It's kind of a launch gig for their record, Ephemer, which was re- released last week. And like maybe a few years ago, their debut album, Absolute Zero, was this kind of catchy, widescreen epic indie rock that was kind of like a straight number one over here turned them into like a massive deal you know festivals they played festivals all over Europe all over the UK uh, the States as well wow. uh, the, new, the new album is a little bit more stripped back but the new single Easier Day is a big epic big one back style rock song yeah you probably won't get a, a chance like this to catch one in an intimate venue like yeah, Williams yeah. again really this will be it and I'm sure after the, after the, the new album's going to do really well so I'm it. guessing they won't be playing in Williams. Yeah. Last chance saloon. Now, it looks like both of us missed one of the live performances of EP. Now, I did manage to catch a lot of them on the list. I caught Fowey Family, Parquet Courts, RSAG Blur, but Battles was on my list and sounds like you had a similar thing to me. <laughs> yeah, Battles. I was like, I was catch the, the end of Battles after the war on drugs and I was like, we walked in and it was rocking. I was like, yes, happy days. And I caught the last three seconds and it was basically John Spanier just hitting the symbol for the oh. last time. No. So, we're getting a bit of a second chance here. Despite all their kind of, you know, their jazzy inter- interludes, but still going to be as intense as anything you hear. Definitely uh, gig of the week for me. Oh, that'd be amazing. If I wasn't on air, I'd be down there. I did catch him before, but it was when Ty and I Braxton was still in the band, yeah. and he was the focus of the band. Like, I just couldn't keep my eyes off yeah. him, so I always used to wonder how the whole band would continue on without that force. I think actually John Stanier for me is a frontman just watching Well yeah I did interview him before he's a bit of a legend when I talked to him about that yeah. saying you know how do you feel about really being the main man of the band he's like oh what no me oh god no oh, really no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he like the drummer in Helmet or something yeah he was a Helmet and he's in Tomahawk as well I mean, yeah, what a what a CV! For, what, what a CV is John. right, oh, and he's good at banging the drums. Uh, something now a little bit more popular, which I'm surprised you're a bit of a fan of, but we do like them here in Nova. 
Yes, I mean, they got some respect to 1975. Uh, they're playing the Free Arena on Thursday. There's just you know, lots of people claiming there's some kind of pop, phony boy band, but you know, they're actually giving them a chance. They're kind of sleek, synth rock, very poppy, of course, but yeah. still interesting production. They, can, they are going to be Duran Duran. <laughs> well, it looks like our diaries. <laughs> Our diaries are filling up for the next week anyway, so thanks for helping us out with our gig picks. Okay, have a good weekend. You too, Conor McCaffrey of the Star. Thanks very much. All the best. Next Saturday on Backstage. Ever wondered what it would have felt like to be a fly on a wall at a Beatles recording session? Well, I'll be taking a look at how this will be becoming reality as this April, Aiken Promotions are bringing over an incredible production of the sessions, a live restaging of the Beatles at Abbey Road Studios. So I hope you will join me next Saturday for Backstage between 6 and 7. Peter Devlin is on the way next with the Saturday soundtrack. He's got two hours of amazing tunes, including tracks from The Clash, Arctic Monkeys and The War on Drugs. I myself will be back on Monday at 7pm. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Paddy's weekend. Take it easy, stay safe. Time now for the Radio Nova News Update at 7pm.